Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Carly Case. Carly, you are the founder and CEO of RevSpark, and that is found on the web at RevSpark.com. Rev is R-E-V-V, Spark.com. Carly, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much, Josh. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah. what? Tell us what RevSpark is. Yeah. So we are a content and copywriting agency specifically for B2B, and we produce full funnel content and copywriting that is marketing, sales enablement, customer success, full funnel. We want your customers to stay with you and to increase their their orders, their products and services from you. So we focus on the whole thing. How is content going to drive that? Yeah, yeah. So um, what's important with uh, with customers in B2B is making sure that they have an excellent onboarding experience. So mm-hmm. onboarding scripts, email sequences uh, for, for upgrading, when new services and products come out, making sure customers are informed, uh, PDFs, uh, any kind of product documentation, and anything that can add value to the customer, uh, like providing them more information about the industry segment that they're in that you get from your product and services, so you can be the expert and the author authority in your field and give more value to your customers. Okay, cool. So, um, so as I understand, so you're a little bit more focused on, um, you already have someone that's in your pipeline. Um, so obviously you could do a lot of content for SEO and trying to attract inbound, you know, that sort of thing. So you're kind of approaching like, no, 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 no. What we want to do is we want to help activate more and then we want them to succeed. Yes, correct. And we want to make sure that the content that you're putting out there is always going to align with how your customer wants to interact with you, how they want to buy from you, and how they want to buy more from you. So understanding that customer journey from start to finish, and what do they need at each step of the way? What kind of information do they need to see on social? How do you need to show up on LinkedIn? What are the PDFs and leave-behinds that your, your sales process needs to provide? All of that is what we do. We provide and we map out that entire journey. You know, when we don't provide, let's just talk about the sales process first. Um, So what might be some ways that this ends up looking like in terms of like, you know, content that's going to help with the buying decision? And, And what do you see today, consumers, and we're all consumers, what do you see consumers looking for today more so than maybe they were looking for, you know, five, eight, 10 years ago? Yeah, things have changed a lot in B2B. I mean, the internet has exploded. It's how we do business today. And so many B2B buyers don't want an entire sales process where they have to deal with a salesperson. They want to self-educate and get as much information about you online from your website and from your other digital touch points. They want to see that you're a legit business, that you are trustworthy, that other customers similar to them have had a great experience with you. And so therefore, the the modern B2B buyer really is, um, we say it's about more like 60 to 65% of B2B buyers 
are already self-educated by the time they finally talk to a salesperson and they already know often more about you and your products and services than your own salespeople do. And so mm. they don't want to go through a long protracted sales process where you have no. to pre-qualify them or get them on a call with an SDR or get them on a qual call and then go through a discovery process. No, they are, they want to know very specific answers to specific questions they have about their use case and then they're ready to go. And yep. so the modern buyer needs all of that information available online. Mm. Many companies are starting to add in a PLG or product-led growth approach to their, their SaaS products so that customers can self-serve a version of their product that's a yeah. premium or a free trial or a demo straight off the website without ever having to interact with a salesperson. So for those of us who are, are in also services, we need to start thinking about how can we possibly provide a, a little taste test to our potential customers so they can also self-serve what we do and experience it before they even have to go through a protracted sales process. I remember selling services that we offer when I did not have a lot of sales assets available and it would take three, four calls. Oh, always in oh, order okay. for me to close a customer. Today, I pretty much close it in one now. Um, and and then we'll schedule, you know, kind of a, you know, so it's basically two calls, but basically what I'm saying. So we cut that in half and the conversion rate is way higher because now, again, we've been at this a long time and we have really good customer, <laughs> you know, we have good customer stories and, you know, we've, we've, We've we've really taken that very seriously, but you know, to our friend that's listening right now, what would it be like if you could, you know, take a look at? Hopefully, you know what your sales cycle is. Like, how long does it take you on average to close a deal? What would happen to your cash flow? What would happen to your emotional well being <laughs> if you could close deals in half the time? You know, and do so in a way where it's just less frustrating for your customers because. Um, I, I agree with you. Like when I, I oftentimes, like when I'm talking with someone is like, I almost feel like, you know, you don't have to answer these questions. I can learn this stuff on my own. So just, if you could just point me to if you have some long form content article, walk through a guide or something like that. I, I'll just look at that on my own. Like we don't have to use up our time. Our time is precious. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, so I totally get you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always say that time is the one thing you can never get back. So we need to think about how we are strategically using it when we're in front of somebody in, say, a sales call or a customer call. So we want to make sure that um, our clients, uh, the companies we work with, have a very robust uh, digital library almost that people can self-serve so they can really self-educate and get to the point that your sales calls are indeed closing at about 50% or higher. Um, you know, Josh, with, with all the work that you've done uh, without my influence, you have so much information out there. I'm sure that your prospects come to you already so educated that they're just like, tell me, tell me the answer to this one question. And then I'm exactly. ready to sign on the line. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and to, so to our friend that's listening to our conversation, if you've ever had the sales call where someone has like, so what I refer to this is proximity, right? So proximity leads to familiarity, familiarity leads to know, like, and trust. You know, if you ever have someone that, that books a call with you and says, oh yeah, I've been down the rabbit hole. I've looked at all your stuff. 
that call is probably going to go pretty well. <laughs> At that point, you just have to not screw it up <laughs> from a sales perspective. Yeah, yeah, we all want leads like that. That is right. Mm. They, that is the the diamond lead. We want we want people like that who come to us already knowing what they want because then we can serve them so much better. It becomes a huge discovery process when we are dealing with people who don't know what they want, and these are either people who haven't done the done the research they're just too busy in which case yes you do need that longer discovery process or yeah. people who can't find that information and often they don't tell you straight out hey yeah. i went to your website and i looked here and i looked there and i couldn't find this and this thing said this other thing yeah. and it's all out of date and i don't know what's going on mostly they won't tell you what's wrong um, and so that's where we come in to really find out where are where are the where are the gaps, where's the friction in the process that we can make sure that the people who are coming in aren't ever confused, that they know yeah. what you do and they are that diamond lead that just wants to sign on the dotted line. That's the goal. Yeah. Would you go so far as to actually just create and make make available a knowledge base, uh, or what is that? What do you? Uh, how do we do that in a way that that makes it easy for our potential customer or for our customers to consume? Yeah, yeah. For for some businesses, knowledge base makes total sense. Uh, we do a lot of work with SaaS companies, and so mm. in that, you really do need a, a wiki, a knowledge base, someone somewhere that people can self serve. Um, for some businesses, uh, knowledge base really isn't the best way to go. Um, people aren't going to take the time to look at it, um, and so for those of those of you who are listening. Really, the, the best place to start is just going into your website analytics and finding out what are people searching that bring them to your site? What are the mm -hmm. common questions that are uh, that's on everybody's mind? And making sure that you have something that answers that question, whether it's on your website, a headline that literally answers, you know, what do we do or why do we do this? Who are our customers? What are the industries we serve? Or maybe it's a blog post, um, something that is out there that directly answers that question is key. And a lot of businesses just don't have the time to really dig into what searches are bringing people to our website. What are people consuming and why? And so this is where we do a lot of work. Yeah. Um, what would be some examples of, of, of companies that you've worked with and, and tell me about the outcomes. Um, so again, just thinking to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, um, you know, like, is it worth the investment of time to start creating more um, customer enablement resources is really all we're talking about. Uh, you know, I, I, the way I would answer that, if someone asked me, it's like, well, how much time do you want to save? And, and how many more sales do you want to make? Because that should give you a good indication of why you ought to be pretty serious about this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we work with a lot of early stage businesses that are um, maybe demoing new product lines in the market or, or trying to get a foothold in the market. So um, one of our customers, uh, Image Gloves, uh, they're, they're a B2B business and they sell these really cool custom printed um, nitro gloves. And they were trying to figure out where is our market? What do we actually sell that is going to be beneficial to other businesses? And how do we position it? And so uh, they already were receiving a little bit of indication from Instagram that they were, that their product was being featured on tattoo artists um, for ta tattoo shops. The tattoo artists were wearing the gloves with their artwork on it. This was leading to uh, some sales uh, for those tattoo artists and their artwork. So what we did after analyzing um, their social was running Instagram and Facebook for them. 
Um, so in this, we redesigned the website, but it was really social where it was happening. So we made sure that Facebook and Instagram were optimized for the business. And then all of the inbound questions became sections on the website. Everything that people were asking in DMs, we made sure that there was information that people could get from their website and their social media posts. And we made sure that when people were posting questions on our comments on the, the social media posts that we were also answering in yeah. a sales oriented way, not just great comment, thanks, you know, but actually <laughs> forcing people to go back to the website and say, yeah, if you, if you use this code, you'll get 30% off. Mm. Uh, you need to use it within the next three days, but um, you know, don't forget. Uh, so it it was it was a strategy that resulted in within nine weeks we drove thirty six thousand dollars of top line revenue for mm -hmm. them, uh, really trying really finding this uh, pocket of users and people potential yeah. customers for them in an untested market, um, and so really that was found from find from finding what questions do these people have and making sure we were re reflecting the answers back to them in every piece of content we put out there. Where does video fit in all of this? Yeah, video. If you're not doing video um, by now, <laughs> you are missing out. Uh, simply because video is really a way that people can see who you are. That really creates that know, like, and trust factor. When people can see you move and speak. It's, it's amazing that a still image really can't convey um, that human connection that people can have with a moving image. And so we always recommend that uh, whatever you can to be adding video into your social media, your website, because that gives your prospects and customers a sense of your humanity, and they're able to connect with you better and understand that you're not just this perfectly uh, made up uh, image that is static. You are a real living person who is there to help them and serve them. Yeah. Um, and so Carly, what does engagement typically look like with RevSpark? Are, are you a little bit more kind of short-term project basis? Are you like, no, 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 let's lock and load and work together for a few years, you know, or just have us as part of the team because you're always going to be needing all this sort of thing. That's question number one. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm curious about the discovery process too. So let's start with what does discover like? How do you know what to do when someone's like, I don't know. All I know is we've got this problem. Like, how do you figure out? Well, it looks like we solved your problem. Here it is. <laughs> so somehow merge those two questions into a great answer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, we work with a variety of, of different clients. They all have different needs. And where we where we usually start is uh, we need to do a deep dive into what have they done up until now. A lot of that information, if they've been putting it online, we can self-serve just as well as your customers can. Um, and then we, we need to know kind of what's happened behind the scenes. What does your sales cycle look like? What are people being served up now? What is the experience? We might uh, send in a secret shopper uh, to actually experience it firsthand. And we you might also need to talk to your customers or see any customer interviews that you've done so that we truly understand what is the customer experience because there's only so much information that we can find out by creeping out on people from behind a computer screen. Mm. Um, sometimes we really do need to go to the source and we need to talk to customers. And so uh, for any business, if you're not talking to your customers on a regular basis, and I mean monthly, talking to your customer base and getting feedback about what their experience has been, you are missing out. 
because that is such a huge untapped opportunity to understand what people need now and how they phrase it, which is really more key because they're often not searching using the words that you think they might be, or they're not mm. looking for what you do using the words that you describe what you do. So you need to understand from their perspective and really put yourself into their shoes and you need to be able to reflect it back to them. It's always, we always think of businesses as mirrors to what their customers need and want. So that's what we always advise and every business really needs to be doing this, talking to their customers frequently, not just your best, even your most disgruntled ones. You need to know what's wrong. What did you need that you didn't get? And would this, would this work for you if you can start collaboratively working on some sort of brainstorming where you can serve up what they need better? Yeah. Uh, Carly, your website, revspark.com, that's rev with two Vs, R-E-V-V, spark.com. Um, when somebody goes there, I know you've got good resources for folks. Yes, yes, absolutely. So for everybody who's uh, listening today, uh, we do have a free gift for listeners. Um, it is at revspark.com forward slash thoughtful hyphen entrepreneur. So we have uh, become a content machine, the conversion content system. It's our PDF of how to create great content that, that really speaks to your audience. Do it on a frequent basis by creating your own content repurposing SOP and running it every time you have a piece of content so that you can create multiple smaller pieces that you can put out there and make sure that you are showing up where your potential customers are. Yeah. And again, the website revspark.com. And uh, Carly J. Case, uh, thank you so much. Again, founder, CEO. Sorry, I don't know if you go by the in, uh, the middle initial off. I was just kind of reading off your LinkedIn. Carly Case, again, founder, CEO of RevSpark. Wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Josh. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.